Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. How you doing, everyone? I'm Russ Salzberg, and I want you all to listen up and get a load of this. Cap is full of crap. And so is Al Sharpton. Colin Kaepernick, that is, talks a real good game about wanting to be back in the NFL. But really, he just wants to be a self-promoting martyr. And then there's Al Sharpton, who claims to be this big community activist. But where's he been lately when members of his own community are shooting it up? Huh? Where's he been? Where you at, Al? So like I said, listen up. Because you're really going to want to get a load of this. Like I said, Cap is full of crap. I mean, I'm telling you, folks, when I heard this, I was absolutely livid. And if you recall, we've had several discussions here uh, the past year and a half about Colin Kaepernick. And even though I disapproved of his method, I defended his right at the very beginning to protest. Did not approve of it. I certainly would not have done it that way. But I said, okay. I understood it to a point. But at the same time, while I understood his protest about certain things, I was vehemently against depicting wearing socks, depicting cops of of pigs, of wearing a... He he wants to talk about slavery and stuff like that and and brutality, and he's wearing a T-shirt with Fidel Castro's picture on it. As I said then, I'll say it now. Yeah, you ought to wear that that T-shirt. Go to a little little Havana in uh, Miami and see what happens to you wearing that T-shirt. Well, that anyway, when he did all that stuff, he totally lost me. But then there's been this whole business. You know, he's being blackballed, blackballed, blackballed by the NFL. And I'm telling you, folks, I didn't buy that and I don't buy it today. See, I don't believe for one second that all the owners got together and said, we cannot allow this guy into the league. I didn't believe it then. I don't believe it now. Don't. You want to disagree? Be my guest. I don't believe it because I believe this. If Colin Kaepernick 
was so good, he would have been signed. If he was so good, if he could, if if a team, an owner, a president, a GM, a coach felt, wow, this guy can really put us over the top, he would have been signed. But he's looked upon as a backup quarterback. As a backup quarterback. And then you say to yourself, it's kind of a risk-reward situation. Why do I want this backup quarterback on my team with all the baggage that comes with him? All the baggage that comes with him. And what is that baggage? Every time there would be a an issue, a black-white issue, any kind of racial issue, what would happen? In said locker room of the team where Colin Kaepernick is, you'd have a hundred cameras and writers and everybody around wanting to talk to this backup quarterback who's got nothing to do with the situation. Teams are in the business of winning, of not distractions, okay? But having said that, and then we go back, you know, let, let's go back to the... Uh, him and Eric Reed, who was his teammate at the time, who now plays for the uh, Carolina Panthers, uh, I th- the official number wasn't disclosed. Was it last year? They it was a settlement. Let's just say ten million dollars. And then what people were saying? Well, wait a minute here. Just wait one second. If the NFL came to an agreement, if the NFL came to an agreement with uh, what, what? How should I say? With, with Colin Kaepernick, if they came to an agreement and and paid him X amount of uh, dollars, ten million dollars, well, that that proves that they were colluding. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Because you got to remember something, folks. These are billionaire owners. They're billionaire owners, okay? Do you think these billionaire owners are would, would have been interested in going to court as opposed to settling and going to court, not so much afraid to lose, but going to court and, and having to sit and, and testify and, and be dragged through all this courtroom mess? So instead, they reached an agreement. An agreement, I don't even think it was $10 million. But like for round numbers, let's say it was $10 million. You know what that was? That was $312,500 per team. As Jackie Gleason, Ralph Crandall would say, a mere bag of shells to billionaires. Okay. So that did not, because they had a settlement with Reed and Kaepernick, it did not mean that they were admitting to this blackballing. The risk-reward with him is not worth it. But that brings us to what happened this past weekend. Colin Kaepernick was given the opportunity with like 25 teams going down to Atlanta at, at Atlanta Falcons facility to work out before, you know, 
like I say, something like 25 teams. 15 minutes or so prior to the workout, his representatives announced that, no, we're not doing this. We're going 60 miles away in the opposite direction. And we're going to uh, have our own workout. And apparently the discrepancy was over, well, they wanted, the NFL wanted a waiver for liability, this and that. And Colin Kaepernick didn't want to do it. Well, to me, if you've been bellyaching about the opportunity to play, to be given a chance to show your stuff, I would, if I was you, I would have done it in a parking lot. In a parking lot. On concrete. That's what I would have done if if you were so serious about this. So Colin Kaepernick went on his own workout, also wearing a Kunte Kinte T-shirt from Roots with, I think it was a Nike swoosh logo on it. And here's what he had to say following the workout. We're waiting for the 32 owners, the 32 teams, Roger Goodell, all of them to stop running. Stop running from the truth. Stop running from the people. We're out here. We're ready to play. We're ready to go anywhere. My agent, Jeff Nally, is ready to talk to any team. i interview with any team at any time. I've been ready, I'm staying ready, and I'll continue to be ready. Running from the truth, the truth is you're full of crap. Really. I I mean that, folks, more than ever before. All Colin Kaepernick wants to do now is sell himself as this martyr. And that's what yesterday was self-promoting bullcrap. And if Nike's buying in, shame on them. And shame on anybody else. And I'll tell you another thing. Shame on the NFL. They got it stuck right up there. Keister's getting in bed with this mess. And now now I'm reading that uh, Jay-Z is pissed off at Colin Kaepernick because he helped organize this. Well, let me tell you something. Shame on the NFL for getting in bed with Jay-Z as well. See, see, that's what the world has become. Everybody's with this political correctness. Everybody's afraid. Woo, this person's going to be mad at me and that person's going to protest. I mean, this Colin Kaepernick is so full of crap. It's disgusting. He says the truth. The truth is you wanted to play. You've been bellyaching about playing. You were bellyaching about showing your wares. Here you do. You get an opportunity. You, you say you're ready to be interviewed with 32 teams. Well, you had a chance to perform in front of 32 teams or whatever it was, 25 or whoever the hell was there, and you didn't do it. And as I said, I'm dead serious. If you're so passionate about wanting to play, wanting the opportunity to play, then why did, you know, you know to me, you do it any place. Like, I've always said this, so well, for three years you've been in limbo. Well, you know what? You didn't have to be. Why don't you try to go up to Canada and play? 
a mobile running quarterback with a certainly you did have a big arm. I don't know how good it is now. I understand it is. I mean, yeah. You like this. You like being, oh, yeah. You like going down in history as the man. Like this civil rights icon, pioneer. You're full of crap. Give me a break, Colin Kaepernick. Chris, do me a favor. Run that soundbite again. Folks, I want you to listen to this one more time. We're waiting for the 32 owners, the 32 teams, Roger Goodell, all of them to stop running. Stop running from the truth. Stop running from the people. We're out here. We're ready to play. We're ready to go anywhere. My agent, Jeff Nally, is ready to talk to any team. I'll interview with any team at any time. I've been ready, I'm staying ready, and I'll continue to be ready. You'll go anywhere. Well, you had a deal where to be someplace, and you left. And you notified everybody like 15, 20 minutes, whatever the hell it was. And you wanted to film it the way you wanted to film it. This was all about you and promoting you. This was not about you Wanting to try out. And by the way, you know, th- then I'm reading, well, one scout, one source said, well, yeah, he still has this or he has an elite arm. And I don't doubt that, folks. Just just talking from a football sense, I don't doubt that. But let me tell you something. Just throwing a football to wide receivers running nice and free does not mean Everything is still there. Okay? It does not mean everything is still there. Throwing to open receivers with no on-rushing tacklers or anything, it's like combines. You you can only see so much as opposed to seeing it in live action. But, But Colin Kaepernick, first of all, all this business started... What, he have an epiphany? He woke up one day and said, let's see, I'm no longer really a starting quarterback. So let me, let's see, how can I promote myself? Let me stand up for rights and brutality and the American way or the un-American way, whatever the hell he wants to talk about. I, Folks, I'm telling you, I never said this before. I will say it now. Colin Kaepernick is a fraud. A fraud. This this is not about wanting to play football. Because you heard him say, you, 32 teams, I'm ready, I'm willing, I want to show. Okay, you had a chance to do it. And I mean, well, folks, I if you have such passion to get back into the game, to get back into the game, then to me, literally, you do it in a parking lot. I'll do it in a garage or somebody's driveway. I'll do it wherever the hell you want me to do it. And And then, you know, his former teammate, Eric Reed, you know, says, well... Kaepernick accomplished his goal. He proved he can play. No, he didn't prove he can play. He proved he still has an arm. 
Well, he's 32 years old, big, strong guy. Yeah, he's got an arm. I mean, here's a quote from Reed. He's been working out every day for three years. Can you imagine the mental fortitude it takes to stay in shape for three years while somebody is blackballing you for wanting to stand up for people who have been wronged? Give me a break. Where the hell are the violins? Huh? Stop it. And I'll tell you something else. I don't know what's going to be said because, you know, players want to play. But I'll bet you, I'll I'll venture to guess that a lot of NFL players are pissed off. Because you know what? They fell in line with Colin Kaepernick. They joined in and took the knees and got into the protests. And even some who didn't take the knees defended him. And now he's gotten a chance to go ahead and and. Perform in front of some 25 teams. He's gotten the chance that he's been bellyaching and people have been bellyaching for him to get. And that's what he does at the last minute. Not not even saying up front, no, I don't like this. No. At the last minute, that's what he does. With teams there. Really? And... The NFL, they're suckers in this. So I blame them as well. Why the hell would anybody now want to sign Colin Kaepernick? You'd have to be a dope to want him on your team in your locker room. And don't give me this business that he's standing up for rights and, oh, you know, he's... Social consciousness. Social consciousness, my ass. He's full of shit. Plain and simple. A complete fraud. Speaking of which, brings me to one Reverend Al Sharpton. And, you know, folks, I don't know if you heard... This past weekend, maybe some of you didn't or some of you didn't, but in Jersey, South Jersey, there was a high school playoff game between Pleasantville High School and Camden High. I think I think it happened in the third quarter. And gunshots were fired. Six men were charged in connection with the shooting. Okay? Gunshots were fired. All six, I believe, of the men were black African-Americans. A 10-year-old boy was shot in the neck. was in critical condition, had to do surgery. Somebody else was uh, shot in the shoulder. Okay, the 10-year-old, it was a 15-year-old boy, got got grazed. That's what it was. And the 10-year-old boy had to be airlifted to uh, Children's Hospital of Philadelphia Friday night. Shot in the neck. Gangs shooting up. At a, you, you had to see the video of these kids and, and 
running through fences, players running off the field, fans frantically running, parents worried, holding babies. Where's Al Sharpton? Where's Al Sharpton going into the community and saying, folks, we got to be better than this. We can't be shooting up our own communities. We're giving credence to the yahoos who believe this is what we are. We're playing to every bad stereotype that is about us. Where is he saying that? No, he's quiet as a church mouse. There's an article in a paper where he's collecting his money for the National Action Network, something like a million dollars, whatever the hell it is, uh, his salary or something for the past year. I don't know. But my, my point is this. Where's he been? And the reason I'm saying this, because what was it, two weeks ago, two and a half, three weeks ago? Uh, what was the young fellow's name? Oh, Jesus, it's, it's escaping me. Amir something. 14-year-old boy. Amir Griffin in Queens. Shot and killed. Playing basketball. Shot and killed. By mistake. Because why? In his community, African-American community, he was shot and killed. And two days later, a 16-year-old girl was shot in the shoulder. They weren't sure if it was connected from the same group of people. Al Sharpton was nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. Quite Listen, when there was stuff going on in Ferguson, he was out in you know St. Louis when there was stuff going on in Baltimore. So it's not like Big Al don't travel. I mean, he is the man in the National Action Network. Where's the action? Action Al? Actionless Al? He calls himself an activist? He's not an activist. He's an, an agitator. I, I, I mean, watching, watching these kids scramble to safety and running, literally running for their lives, not knowing what was going to happen... Friday night, it was a terrible thing to see. A terrible, at a the innocence of a high school football game. And it wasn't warring schools. No, 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 what I'm saying is it wasn't like kids from Camden shooting up kids from Pleasantville and vice versa. I'm looking at the ages. Uh, let's see. Michael Mack, 27, Terrell Down, 28, Shaheed Dixon, 27, Vance Golden, 26. Come on. Where are you at, Big Al? Members of your community. This is where people of the community have to come out and say, we got to be better than this. This is a terrible Look Look what we're doing. We're doing it to ourselves. So if we're doing it to ourselves, how the hell can we be pissed off when somebody else does it to us? How can we complain? A 14-year-old boy, 
a 14-year-old kid playing basketball had his life taken away. He's gone. He's dead. Never to be heard from again. His dreams were taken away. His parents' dreams were taken away. Done. I didn't see anybody. Where's Big Al coming into the neighborhood saying, no, we got to be better than this. This is awful. I mean, how can we stand up and complain about this, that, and the other thing when we're doing it to ourselves? It's awful. And and the reason I'm, you, you know, you might be saying, well, well wow, Rust, you, you're really turning on Big out. L- no, listen to me. Folks, this goes back to me with Tawana Brawley. I'm going back 30 years, whatever the hell it is. Complete fraud. He jumped on that, ruined people's lives. A complete fraud. This is a bad, uh, it, it is awful. It is really, really awful. I, I mean, t- t- it sickens me. I- innocent kids. A high school football game and, and a, a high school football game and a 10-year-old kid has to get shot in the neck. And a 14-year-old boy, and, hey, Al, you're head of the National Action Network. You got people, you know, hey, donate to me and my people. And what are you doing about it, Al? What are you doing about it? You know what you're doing about it? Not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. It is a disgrace. All of a sudden, yeah, you're quiet, quiet as a little church mouse. Yet you're going to go into a church and rant and rave when it's a white on black situation. Then it's worth the argument. People are people. Black people, white people, green people, yellow people, blue people, purple people. I don't care what the hell you are. But if you want to be this big-ass community activist, then show some... I'm not even going to say show some balls. Just show some character. Show some leadership. But no. So in summing up today, I'll sum it up this way as I started the show, folks. Cap is full of crap, and so is Al Sharpton. That, my friends, is a wrap right here. I want to thank all of you for getting a load of this. Now I'd like to get a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can... Tell me on Twitter at Russ Salzberg on Facebook. You can always check out my website at russsalzberg.com. As always, big time thanks to the man who takes good care of me here, Crash, Mike Caragliano, Tim Einickel, 
my podcast producer, 77 WABC program director, Dave Labrosi, 77 WABC assistant program director, the outstanding Matt Dahl. And last but certainly not least, a great big thank you to all of you people out there, because without you people out there, I'd have nobody in here to be talking to. So until, until next time, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying to each and every one of you, bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Have yourselves a great week. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.